Welcome to the Basic Money Matters Show, where we take the complicated financial parts of your life and business and make it easy for you to understand. We discuss tools and tips to help you manage your personal and your business finances. Are you ready to get your finances in order? I am your host, Annette Sullivan, Certified Public Accountant and CEO of Temple Management Consulting. Thank you for joining today. It's tax time. So our topic today is getting ready to prepare your taxes. Now, the Internal Revenue Service uh, puts out at least once a week what they call IRS tax tips, and they really put those out uh, during this season where we are all preparing our taxes. And this information is free and available to all taxpayers, and they put it out, they send it through email, It's very, very valuable information to help taxpayers to uh, try to get through the tax season with a little less pain, I should say. So what I decided to do was share over the next several uh, podcasts uh, some of these tax tips that shared out from the IRS because you may not see them, but I'll share them out. Uh, hopefully, and be able to share them out in a way that is easy to understand and that maybe hopefully would be very, very helpful to you. So let's go ahead and get started. First, you may say, well, this doesn't apply to me because I don't normally file taxes. I don't have to for whatever reason. In the past, you've not had to file taxes. Well, what the IRS would like for you to know that there are some reasons people who don't normally file should file a return this year for the 2021 year. Now, with tax filing season, uh, with that, it's just around the corner. This really is a good time for those of you who don't normally file to consider the benefits of filing a 2021 tax return. What benefit could that be? Money, money, money. Filing can help you potentially claim a refundable tax credit or get an income tax refund. And no one wants to miss that. I am absolutely sure and positive and confident when I say no one wants to knowingly miss a refund that was due to them and not received. So here are some things taxpayers should consider when you are deciding whether or not you should file a tax return. Now, per the IRS, there are some just general reasons to file. Just number one, general reasons to file. In most cases, your income Your filing status and your age determine if you must file a tax return. That's in most cases. Other rules do apply sometimes if the the taxpayer, you, are self-employed or if you can be claimed as a dependent on someone else's return. However, 
there are other reasons when you must file. And the IRS has what we call an interactive tax assistant tool. There are a number of tools and resources on the IRS site that if you go out there, it may blow your mind um, to help us in area air. Where's my refund? Uh, Estimators, all kinds of tools. And we'll talk about some of these along the way. But this interactive tax assistant can help someone determine if they need to file a return. Number two, some things you should consider when deciding whether to file a return this year. Well, ask yourself these questions. You want to be looking at whether or not you had some taxes withheld from your paycheck or if you made some payments outside of your paycheck, some estimated payments. So the question, number one, is did your employer withhold federal income tax from your pay? Did you make estimated tax payments during the year? Or did you overpay last year on your taxes and have it applied to your 2021 tax? If the answer is yes to any of these questions, you could be due a refund. So you, in order for you to get that refund, you must file a 2021 tax return to get your money. Number three reasons that you, or things that you should think, consider when deciding whether to file a tax return. The third is look into whether you can claim the earned income tax credit. Sounds a little complicated, but it's not. So generally, there are some parameters around it, and we won't go through numbers because it's kind of hard to capture all of that when you're listening. But uh, the earned income tax credit, there is a tool on the IRS website. You can check your eligibility by using the E-I-T-C, which stands for Earned Income Tax Credit Assistant. So this is the second tool that we've discussed. The first one was the Interactive Tax Assistant. And now this one is specifically determined whether you're eligible for the Earned Income Tax Credit, the E-I-T-C Assistant. And that's on the IRS website, irs.gov. So you need to file a tax return to claim that EITC or earned income tax credit. So if you determine from the tool that, yes, you are eligible for it, you have to file a return. You may not have had to file a return in previous years, but you have to file a return in order to get this. The child tax credit or credit for other dependents, those are other reasons you may need to file a return this year. Okay. Now you can claim the child tax credit if you have a qualifying child under the age of 17 and meet other qualifications. Other taxpayers may be eligible for the credit for other dependents. 
This will include people who have dependent children who are 17 or older at the end of 2020 or parents or other qualifying individuals. So there are a lot of parameters around that, but you can refer to child-related tax benefits on the IRS website to determine if you can qualify for the credits. And then also there are education credits that you may qualify. This is what we call, uh, there are two higher education credits that can reduce the amount of tax that you may owe on your return. One is the called the American Opportunity Tax Credit, and the other is the Lifetime Learning Credit. Now, you, your spouse, or your dependent must have been enrolled as a student at least half time for one academic period to qualify. And you can qualify for one of these credits even if you don't owe any taxes, okay? So check out the IRS website and you may wanna just type in education credits um, and these credits are used, the education credit form is used to claim it when you file your tax return. And we won't go into it in detail, but also um, the recovery rebate credit. Now, you all recall, we all called it the stimulus payments. You recall back in 2020, there was the first round stimulus payment that was sent to uh, all the taxpayers. And then there was a second round. And guess what? Do you remember? There was a third round um, the formal term for those stimulus payments uh, is economic impact. So I'm going to use economic impact uh, via V stimulus. So those who didn't qualify for that third economic impact or stimulus payment, or for those of you who got less than the full amount, you may be eligible to claim the 2021 stimulus credit based on your 2021 tax year information. So once again, let's say that again, if you didn't qualify for that third round of stimulus payment or economic impact payment, or you got less than the full amount, you still may be eligible to claim the 2021, the, 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 the official terminology is recovery rebate credit based on your tax year information for 2021. If you are eligible, you will need to file a tax return, even if you don't usually file one. And what that credit will do is it will reduce any tax owed for 2021 or be included in your tax refund. Now that's a good thing. So these four or five points are, are reasons that you may need to check out before you just say, hey, I haven't filed in the past because of my age and other information. Don't assume. 
that you don't need to file this year because you could be leaving money on the table and none of us wants to do that. So this is a bit of information for you. Um, the IRS started issuing information letters to everybody. And those letters pertain to number one. There are two letters. The first is the advanced child tax credit. So for those of you, when I say everyone, I mean those of you who receive those child tax credits, you know, those $250 payments for each child that you have. Well, that's the child tax credit advance payments. It's, it's an advance payment. So the IRS uh, started issuing information letters out in December. So if you receive that information letter, you need to hold on to it for purposes of preparing your tax return. In addition, recipients of the third round of economic impact payments or stimulus payments will begin receiving information letters at the end of January. So there look for two letters potentially if you receive both of those to come in the mail. If you use the information in these letters when preparing your tax return, you can reduce errors and delays in processing. Everyone receiving these letters should keep them. Do not throw them away. Once again, they can help you or your tax professional prepare your 2021 federal tax return. Now, let's talk once again about those child tax credit payments or that letter. Um, once again, to help you reconcile and receive all of the child tax credits that you are entitled to, that is what the letter is going to help you do. So for example, these were advanced payments, but based on your personal, your own individual situation, you may have been entitled to a larger amount in total. So just using very, very hypothetical numbers. So let's say when you complete your tax return, you, you were entitled to, based off your in individual situation, you were entitled to $3,000 of child uh, tax credits. But last year, you received $2,000 in those payments. Well, then... That means in your tax preparer can help you calculate and determine what um, remaining uh, amounts are due you. And, and that will be settled up in your tax return. So this letter that you will receive includes the total amount of advance child tax credit payments that you received in 2021. And the letter will also say the number of qualifying children 
that was used to calculate those advance payments. So recall, if you have two children, qualifying children, you should have been receiving $500 a month. And that started in July of 2021 and ended in December of 2021. So for six months, you received $500 in this example. Once again, keep this and any other IRS letters about advanced child tax credit payments with your tax records. Now, families who receive uh, those advanced payments certainly must need to file a 2021 tax return and compare, once again, those uh, the amount that you actually received in 2021 with the amount of the child tax credit that you can properly claim. And there may be a difference. You, you may not, it was an advance. It may not be all of what you could have claimed. So this should make preparing your tax return easier. You can also check the amount of payments that you received by using the Child Tax Credit or CTC Update Portal. CTC Update Portal. Just go ahead and Google that. And that's available on the IRS website. So you can go to irs.gov and in the search bar, put in, T, put in CTC update, update portal. And you can actually uh, check specifically if you want to know before you get your letter exactly how much you received in those advanced child tax credit payments. Now, eligible families who did not receive any advanced child tax credit payments can claim the full amount of the child tax credit on your 2021 federal tax return. And this includes families who don't normally need to file a tax return. You hear that? This includes families who don't normally need to file a tax return. So we are talking once again about not leaving your money on the table. And once again, that the economic impact payment letter will uh, start coming in late January. All right. And that's that that's the letter that pertains to that third, quote, stimulus payment. And this will help you determine if you are entitled to and should claim the recovery rebate credit, the recovery rebate credit on your tax return for 2021. And once again, this economic impact payment letter only pertains to that third stimulus payment that was issued in March through December of 2021. Okay. Now let's move to other resources. You can visit irs.gov anytime for answers 
to tax questions. So here are just some, a few, uh, I would say pointers or things to uh, think about or prepare for as you're getting ready for your uh, filing season. As you get ready to file your return, uh, the IRS reminds us that we can find any answer to our question right from the comfort of our home using all of their online tools and resources. There are more than the average taxpayer knows about. And these tools are easy to use and available anytime. Choosing a preparer. If you choose to have someone help you with your tax return, the IRS does have several options for finding a tax preparer. Did you know that? Now, one resource is choosing a tax professional. Okay. That is out there on the IRS website. You just type in choosing a tax professional. And this uh, little area offers a wealth of information uh, about how to and uh, what to do in selecting a tax professional. And then they also have other directories, the Directory of Federal Tax Return Preparers and uh, with credentials and certain qualifications. So all of these can help you find a preparer in your area who may hold uh, credentials uh, recognized by the IRS. Um, and so that you know that these preparers um, are people who are legitimate, qualified, experienced, and that you can count on because they are uh, listed uh, as uh, on the IRS uh, website. We mentioned earlier, another tool is the interactive tax assistant on the IRS website. Now this tool has answers to a variety of tax questions, interactive tax assistant. It can also help you determine if a type of income is taxable. You ever wonder that? Like, you know, we all experience changes to our income. We change jobs, we get bonuses, we stop working, uh, we get married, um, all these life events. And many of these things uh, have happened to us in 2021. Now this tool can help you find tax credits and deductions. This is the interactive tax assistant, interactive tax assistant. You may qualify, once again, for the child tax credit and dependent care credit. So don't forget about those or the education tax credits or the earned income tax credit that we talked about earlier. Now let's talk about our bank accounts as it relates to doing business with the IRS. A direct deposit will give you access to your refund far faster than a paper check. Please know that just like all other businesses uh, have been uh, disruptive uh, as a result of the pandemic, so has the IRS. Paper anything today is going to be very slow. It's not like it was before the pandemic. And um, 
the last reading is that there were millions of pieces of mail and returns that have yet to be opened from last year. So knowing that, you should do all that you can to avoid sending paper returns or requesting paper checks from the IRS. If you have no choice, then do so. But if you do have a choice, you certainly can get your refund faster. Now, those without a bank account can learn how to open an can, can learn how to open an account. Okay, there is a credit union and a bank locator tool right on the IRS website. Of course, they're making it easy. They're making it easy. Uh, and also, veterans should see the Veterans Benefits Banking Program on the IRS website. Veterans benefits banking program for access to financial services at participating banks. So once again, direct deposit will give you access to your refund faster. Now, many of you already have an account online with the IRS, but many uh, taxpayers do not. So uh, the IRS does encourage taxpayers who have not set up an online account to do so. People who have already set up an online account, you should make sure that you can still log in successfully before you file your tax return. Because you may be sitting there on the tax deadline date and then you have to uh, pay or do something by logging into this account. And then you find that, oh, my gosh, you can't log in because you forgot your password or something is wrong. So you want to get that checked out well before you're filing your return. Uh, taxpayers can use online account to securely access the latest information about your own federal tax account. You can get the latest information securely about your own federal tax account. Paying a tax bill. None of us wants to do it, but we have to because it is our obligation as citizens to do so. We have to pay our tax bill. But And the IRS does offer several ways for us to do so, including online, number two, by phone, number three, or through the IRS to go app. IRS number two, go app. There's an app. There is an app for you to pay your taxes. So you can pay it online through the IRS uh, website, by phone, or through the IRS to go app. Notice I mentioned nothing about sitting down and writing a check and sending it in. I am not saying that you cannot, but once again, we're going back to the paper. Uh, if that is your preferred method, the only method you have, you do that because you are still paying what is due. 
but just know that there may be delays in receiving your return and your payment, and particularly if you choose to file a little later, close to the deadline, it can be a little bit mm, risky in terms of um, uh, proving that your taxes were paid and filed on time. So in paying your tax bill, uh, direct pay on the IRS site is free and they indicate that it's a safe way to pay taxes or your estimated taxes directly. So the IRS has a way right on their website for you to do a direct pay, electronic payment uh, of your taxes um, coming from your checking or savings account. Direct pay has just five simple steps to pay in a single online session. And direct pay, once again, is also available with the IRS to go mobile app. So we're going to leave it at that for this session. We talked about uh, things to consider before saying, I don't need to file a return this year because we don't want to leave money on the table. We also talked about ways that you can pay, the importance of setting up an IRS online account, making sure you have a bank account, and some of the tools that are out there to check for some credits that you may have available. And of course, the also important interactive tax tool that's available to all of us. I hope that you have picked up a few tips here and something that we've said has been helpful to you. And we always appreciate you uh, joining us here at the Basic Money Matters show. So thank you for joining us. And uh, all of our shows are broadcast on hindsightmediaradio.com where there is always something good to talk about. You can also find us on TuneIn Radio, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. And if you want more information about our CPA firm, we can be found on on the web at tmc.cpa. Now be sure to tune in for the next episode of Basic Money Matters.